0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before we get into the stories, I need to give some trigger warnings. Story number one is a really tragic story about a child, and stories number two and three involve sexual assault. As always, I have a pen comment with all the timestamps, with all of these stories labeled if you want to skip any. All that being said, if you have your own story that you would like to send me, you can do so by sending it to SouthernCannibal.com. All right, if you're all ready, let's get into the stories. And remember to always stay hungry. I live in a small town in West Virginia. I worked at a dollar store general in my hometown from November 2021 to April 2022. I quit and went back to my old job, but that's unrelated to this story. Now, this woman didn't work with me for long, but for privacy reasons, I'll call her R. From my time working with her, R really seemed like a sweet person, but by talking and interacting with her, you could tell that she was a little off, for lack of a better word, but nothing serious. On our breaks, R and I would vape out front together and talk. Nothing bad or out of the ordinary. Eventually, she ended up getting fired because she couldn't count money and a lot of my other coworkers were really mean to her about it. This bothered me at the time and I would be the only one to stand up for her and try to help her. Well, fast forward to a few days ago, I hear from my mother that a little girl had been murdered in my county. It was very disturbing to hear, of course and while it lingered in my mind, I tried to not think too much about it. My town wasn't typically a hotspot for crimes of this type. It's mostly always just been drug-related, or something of that nature. Well, today I went into work, and found out that R, the woman I worked with, had conspired with her husband, who brutally murdered their daughter, and R just went along with it as though it was okay. Needless to say, I'm sick to my stomach as I write this. I helped this woman. I was the only one in my old job who was nice to this woman. We vaped together. After she was fired, she even texted me a few times. I'm disgusted and shocked. I decided to share this because while there's people out there who seem nice and unassuming, remember that you never really know a person and stay on your guard. Not everyone has the same heart that you do. I used to work at Taco Bell. I know that doesn't sound all that exciting, but I had this manager named Kenneth. Kenneth at first was your typical manager and we really hit it off. I thought he was fun and really nice to talk to. I'd also like to add that I was 16 years old and Kenneth was 28 with four kids. Well, Kenneth began to hit on me after my first month or so of working there. Red flag, right? It all began with him asking me to be his Valentine, which I did oblige to, but I honestly thought it would just be his friends. Valentine's Day rolls over, and he makes sure he gives me my gift secretly away from everyone else. I won't disclose what the gift was because I don't feel it's important. But during that day, I made it a point to tell Kenneth that we're not going to be pursuing anything outside of friendship, because our age gap was more than inappropriate. Well, Kenneth didn't take the hint that I had no interest in wanting a relationship with him, and he continued flirting with me, and altogether making my workplace really uncomfortable. Sadly, I didn't say anything about it. I guess I just felt it wasn't important for some reason. Kenneth would always make comments about how good I looked. He would also go out of his way to touch me any way that he could. I remember one instance in particular where I was bent over grabbing something, and then Kenneth came up behind me, grabbing my waist and ass. Which, yes, I still didn't say anything. I really feel like an idiot for it looking back on it. But the thing that really made me realize that this needed to stop is when I worked a 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. shift. How this works is there's only two people working from 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. until all the other scheduled employees then show up. On this particular day, I was working from 7am to 12pm with Kenneth, and I was dreading it. I really, really was. When I got in, everything was normal and was okay, until I was helping Kenneth prep the food and all the other stuff like normal, and then he asked me to go in the back and have sex with him. Mind you, Kenneth knows my age. Kenneth is a manager, and I'm a 16-year-old employee, so of course I declined the offer, Kenneth didn't stop there, though. He begged me consistently for about 30 minutes, and when I continued with my no, he then progressed to offering me money and weed to have sex with them. I continued to say no, now dismissing myself from the conversation to go text my best friend because I was fearing for my safety at this point. I removed myself from the same area Kenneth was in because I was highly uncomfortable. Kenneth then asked me to take out the trash with them, which I reluctantly obliged to. We went outside and I was throwing things in the trash when I then got this really strong smell of weed. I looked up and Kenneth was behind the dumpster smoking a blunt. Kenneth then looked at me and asked, Do you want a hit? And I took this as my sign to leave. I actually left that day. I wish I could say I quit. I wish I could say I told someone. But I didn't. I thankfully no longer work at Taco Bell though, but after I quit, I ended up learning that Kenneth had sex with a 15-year-old girl. I'm honestly unsure of what to do at this point. I still haven't told anyone about the situation. Please be safe out there, and also be smart about how you interact with and give your time to. Stay safe. So a little about me, I'm a 30 year old female, about five foot five tall, long brunette hair, blue eyes, fair complexion, hourglass shaped, and I'm married. Not to sound full of myself, but I tend to get a lot of unwanted attention. I live and work in a rural area in New Mexico. I moved here about eight years ago from a bigger city in Texas. I work in hospitality as a general manager I should also mention that everyone that works at my job also lives on site at my job we have four members of management two general managers and two assistants i'm giving this information for context so the story is about my co-general manager who we'll call bob a little about bob is he's 23 years older than me he's about six foot three tall a little darker complexion and without being mean he has beady eyes I originally met Bob when he was working at our job five years ago. I was 25 at the time. At the time, he was married and was just a regular worker. But within about a year, he became a part of the management team. I had always been a little weary about him from the beginning. He would constantly stare at me and make off-the-wall comments. I assumed I just needed to get used to his personality or something. So I let it go. After a few months, his wife ended up leaving him and moving back to their home state. I really felt bad for him when this all went down, so I slowly started to befriend him. Over time, I had really begun to view Bob as a close friend, given the fact that we had to spend a lot of time together, even with some of his odd behavior. Over the years, I'd let a lot go, his staring and the odd sexual comments in particular, It started to get worse, though, right about a year ago. I had started to notice that he'd managed to pop up just about anywhere I'd be and get overprotective when I'd be around anyone that wasn't him. Again, I let it go, thinking it might just be an age thing. So at the beginning of 2022, my husband and I started to have problems, and I would vent to Bob about it. Slowly, things started to get a lot worse with Bob and a lot more creepier. He started popping up wherever I was a lot more and started touching me at random while claiming to be playing. He started to make comments about how nice my breasts and butt are constantly and gave examples of times he would watch me. I did begin to let him know that I didn't appreciate his comments or touching and every time I told him he would apologize and then just stop for about a day. It got much worse when we worked on a remodel about a month ago. While we were in the unit, I went to look at the bedroom and he came up behind me and wrapped his arms around my waist and then started squeezing my breasts all while trying to kiss my neck. The moment I was able to get out of his grasp, I ran forward and told him that this could never happen and that he took this way too far. I was really trying to be as nice as I could and not try to make a dramatic scene. At that moment. My assistant came into the unit, and it was a huge relief. Bob left to go do something, and I completely broke down to my assistant. We'll call him Dave. Dave is gay and is a very close friend. Dave was really mad about the incident, and insisted that I inform the owner. Dave had also mentioned that him and several others have also noticed the inappropriate behavior that Bob displays at work. I told him I didn't want to go that far just yet, though. That I was hoping to calm the situation down without getting anyone in trouble. A few days after this, Bob informed me that he was falling in love with me. I let him know right then and there that I don't reciprocate those same feelings in any way. He made mention that he needs to distance himself from me to try and get his feelings under control. I agreed with this and went about my day. I felt like this was a really good decision on his part. I had planned to distance myself from him after the unit incident. The very next day, he tried to get me to go to the store with him, then threw a temper tantrum when I said no. Over the past few weeks, I have endured really uncomfortable conversations with him that he forces me to have, and him following me everywhere I go, and him going on rants about how no woman has ever told him no. He's gone as far as insisting that if I go somewhere, I should always invite him. He's now accused me and the other assistant who we'll call Dex of having an affair and has this crazy obsession with believing it's true while going on rampages about it. He even made threats one night to Dex and I that he has friends in really high places that owe him favors and that he can get rid of someone if he wanted to without getting caught. He then in a conversation forced me into claiming that he feels like he had a chance with me and I took it away and that I dangled myself in front of him and gave him hope. I stood up for myself, and I then informed him that this was all his doing, and he was not going to place blame on me. This caused him to be even worse around everyone around him. I did inform the owner of what was occurring, and while she was horrified by it, things are in motion slowly. It hasn't gotten any better though, and if I'm being honest, I'm constantly uncomfortable and really concerned for my safety. I'm not convinced that he hasn't hurt a woman in his past, especially after reevaluating conversations with his ex wife. For the time being, I'm doing my best to try and stay safe and stay away from him. I'll be happy to give an update whenever it all comes to a conclusion, as I'm pretty positive it won't end well. Thank you for letting me tell my story. This happened several years ago in my old job, and while I've long since managed to move on, I will never forget those difficult weeks when, for the first time in my life, I truly felt unsafe in my own workplace. I used to work in a big, busy shopping facility and as a general assistant. I did a bit of everything from cleaning, prepping stock, helping customers, to even waiting in the cafe. I was sometimes tasked with training new staff. And this one fateful day, I was introduced to Andreas. He had just started, and I know it sounds really cliche to say that there was something off-putting about him, but this guy seriously creeped me out. He was a couple of years younger than me, and I believe he was half-Greek. He was quite short, but yet he had these wide, unblinking, accusing eyes. It's a little difficult to describe, but he would kind of just stare at you as if you had done something wrong, or he disapproved of you for some reason. That in his general demeanor and body movement was setting off so many red flags. I tried my best to show him the ropes, thinking he may just be on the autistic spectrum, but it quickly became apparent that we weren't going to become friends anytime soon. He then explained to me that he was a born-again Christian and proceeded to give me a very detailed and unwanted description of his life, about how he was trying to get off drugs and alcohol, and that he was taking comfort in the scriptures. He then asked me if I was a Christian too, because I needed to be and should be, because if I wasn't, I was a bad person too. I was pretty stunned, and I didn't really know what to say, but at the same time, I was also freaking out a little. I'm a practicing Wiccan. For those who are unfamiliar... It's a pagan religion that involves the worship of gods and the spirits of nature, as well as the practice of witchcraft. I knew this wouldn't go well with Andreas, so I tried to evade the question by telling him I considered myself spiritual. I am in no way ashamed of my faith, but it's not something I just go off telling everyone. The only way you would be able to tell was my pinnacle that I wear around my neck, but I always keep it tucked away out of sight at work. Unfortunately for me, Andreas somehow found out a few days later I was wicked from one of my co-workers. He cornered me in the staff room one afternoon. It was like a scene from one of those TV dramas. He slammed his palms into the table and looked absolutely furious. I mean, his face was red and his eyes looked wild. I could just imagine steam coming out of his ears. You are aware you're going to hell, you filthy heathen, right? I was so shocked and taken aback that I didn't really know what to say. For the record, I'm a guy, and while I was bigger and older than him, and was fairly sure I could defend myself, I've never really gotten into a fight in my life, and the last thing I wanted to do was be dragged into a conflict in my workplace, so I just asked what on earth he was talking about. He then began ranting and raving about how my religion was of the devil and that I needed to repent and accept Jesus into my life before it was too late. And just as quickly as he appeared, he stormed off in a huff. I was pretty shaken by the ordeal, and I went straight to my manager and told him what happened. Turns out, so did most of the other staff. This guy had only been with us for a few days, and was already beginning to gain quite the infamous reputation. He would follow people around trying to preach the gospel, and act all offended when they said they weren't interested or stated they had their own religious beliefs. Andreas was eventually called into the office and giving a warning to cut the act out, so I was told. But it didn't seem to make any difference to him. If anything, it seemed to make him more mad at us. But he especially seemed to have it in for me, the heathen as he kept calling me. He would follow me down corridors, corner me in rooms, and aggressively demand that I take off my pinnacle and put on a crucifix or listen to his Bible quotes. I was honestly starting to get more incredibly anxious as his behavior deteriorated each day. Every day, more of the staff would complain to management about how just uncomfortable he was making them all feel, and even some of the customers began to complain about him. Until one day, he really crossed the line. He threw a Bible across the room at me, narrowly missing my head, shouting at the top of his lungs, This is the only way I can save you. Management called him into the office again, but before they could fire him, he quit, claiming that we were discriminating him, and stormed off the premises. I'll never forget that look in his eyes as he stormed out of the building. He looked thunderous and downright dangerous. We were all really glad to see the back of him, because we just didn't feel safe in his presence, and it was definitely clear to us that he had some serious issues. But time went by and we gradually began to forget about him. And eventually, life returned to normal for us. Until a few weeks later, one of my coworkers handed me a copy of our local newspaper, telling me I needed to see this. They're on the front page, with a mugshot of Andreas. His eyes looked even more wild than before. His hair was dirty, and looked literally like he'd been struck by lightning, and had these huge black bags under his eyes. As it turns out, Andreas had allegedly had a group of children in Knife Point at a bus shelter nearby. He forced them to listen to his preaching and then violently beat up two of them when they tried to run away. A passing pedestrian saw what was happening and called the police. After he was arrested, Andreas then stated that he was going to catch the bus, took him back to his former workplace, and then punished them for not listening to him trying to save them, especially the filth heathen. I froze the horrible realization of exactly what he was planning to do. While I'm extremely sorry to hear about what happened to those children and the way he terrorized them, if they hadn't distracted him, he would have came back here and done God knows what. The fact that he was armed with a knife made the whole scenario all the more horrifying. During his interview, he expressed no remorse for his actions and that he actually regretted that he couldn't finish his mission. Andreas was sentenced to six years in prison, but despite everything that I and my workmates had to go through, I really do hope that he's getting the help he so clearly desperately needs.